In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available in both the public and private sector, and we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world. We'll cover everything military, from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder, to navigating government programs dealing with family issues, to the struggles of deployment, along with being a working mother both in and out of the home. This is Military Mom Talk Radio, and here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd today. Robin, how are things up in New Hampshire? Hey, we're doing great. It's a nice day here today. It's finally not raining. <laughs> We've just That's been... right. You guys have had a lot of rain. Good Lord. We're turning to mold. How about you? What things doing? You've had the heat. Well, we, uh, we've got like 90 and sunny. It's going to be like this until August. I'm, Please. you know, I'm already hating it, and it's only <laughs> not even July. <laughs> It's yeah, we, we've actually had, we've had a little heat wave, and then we went back to pulling out the polar fleece, and then uh, today was just a gorgeous day. Oh, that's a good thing. Well, today's also a good day because what is today a National Awareness Day of? Oh, yes, I found a wonderful blog today, um, and I'll give them a little a little unsolicited little plug. plug. <laughs> um, the woman's name is Bobby O'Brien, and I found her through military.com. Uh, she writes a blog called Off the Base. Dot .wordpress.com. And today, Monday, June 27th, is PTSD Awareness Day, established by the Department of Veterans Affairs. Um, and then her blog goes on to list a, a number of different resources. I just thought it was such a wonderful collection of things, so I, I think we should um, probably touch on some of them, seeing that today is PTSD Awareness Day. I think so. I think so, Robin. You know, because one of the things that we know about PTSD, it has, you know, over over different uh, wars and different generations, it's had different names, you know, battle fatigue, shell, mm-hmm. shell shock. Uh, you know, it's not a new concept. It's just, I think, a new name and a, kind of a buzzword that's in the industry right now and all over the airwaves. But it's still something that affects an awful lot of our service members and their families. Uh, you know, anybody who serves can have, um, you know, can have this, this situation. Absolutely. And we also should remember police, fire, all of those uh, service people in, in those areas certainly have traumatic instances as well. Any one of us who knows uh, a policeman certainly knows what 
a little bit of what they've gone through, and indeed they are experiencing this too. So um, all of the people, all of our freedom fighters, uh, we should remember. Um, this this website had a couple of um, websites I wanted to just kind of go over. The, uh, there's some typical ones like the VA Office of Mental Health Services, and that's mentalhealth.va.gov. There's another website that I found that's called braveveterans.org. It's uh, a mental wellness resource for service members, veterans, and their military families. Um, and this specifically seems to target some veterans of the Iraq and Afghanistan war. Um, there's a couple more. There's one called homebaseprogram.org, the Red Sox Foundation and Mass General Hospital home-based program provides clinical care and support services in the New England area. Gee, why did I happen to pick that one out? <laughs> I don't know. It's my know. backyard. <laughs> well, but you know, some really cool stuff comes out of, you know, what, uh, not obscure, not that New Hampshire is obscure, but, but obscure places. Like I think of Fuzzy Manning and, you yeah. know, and his alternative PTS, uh, he doesn't like the D, so we're not going to say the yeah, D. Yeah, we won't do the D. We won't do the D. You know, his PTS <laughs> stuff, and he's, I think, out of Michigan, and he's got a really good Facebook fan page. Absolutely. There's, uh, there's another standard that a lot of um, information is located at the Vietnam Veterans of America website. That's VVA, Victor Victor Alpha dot org. Um, there's another one called WarriorCare.mil, a blog that provides wounded, ill, injured, and transitioning service members and their families with information on programs and initiatives. Um, another one is a 501c3 nonprofit called VeteransOnDeck.org. Um, this is uh, a PTSD clinician and researcher site to complement evidence based on psychotherapy and some opportunities for social interaction and community reintegration. Um, and another one, I'll probably, I'm not sure of our time here, Real Warriors Campaign, and that is realwarriors.net, is a multimedia public education campaign sponsored by the Defense Centers of Excellence for Psychological Health and Traumatic Brain Injury to encourage help-seeking behavior among service members and veterans with invisible wounds. What an interesting I mean, that, that's just a better way of putting it, isn't it? Invisible wounds. Um, and I think this is the type of thing also that helps families because it's not just the person who served, but as we all know, it is the families who are experiencing the trauma as well because they are the ones um, also feeling the, feeling the impact of what our, our service people have gone, gone through. You know, um, I love how you put that, the invisible wound, because, you yeah. know, so many times we've done so many PTSD-based shows, whether it's for, you know, Freedom Dogs, remember we had Freedom Dogs on, mm -hmm. and, you know, people who are listening today can go back and uh, listen to that through iTunes, or they can go through, you know, TogiNet's site or Military Mom Talk Radio's site to pull up these shows, because they're really, they've got a lot of information, and we really try to provide, there's so many different treatments out there, and so many people with issues issues, um, you know, pertaining to, you know, our current war. And more importantly, though, is the identification, Robin. I think if 
one thing I want people to take away from today is that, you know, PTSD is an injury. It's an injury on the inside. You may not mm-hmm. see it like a missing limb or, you know, some scar that, that is an outward manifestation exactly. of something. Right. But it doesn't make it any less um, damaging. And I think anybody can relate to, you know, in layman's term, like having a fright, like somebody startles you and, you know, you have that feeling. And one of the things I learned from listening to all the PTSD experts that we've had on the air Mm -hmm. with us this year is that that feeling comes up and that feeling recurs. And I think, you know, put in that perspective, we can all recognize how that must be. Now take it and, you know, put it to the 10,000th degree uh, based on whatever was experienced, you know, from a car accident to a, you know, ID explosion. Sure. Um, it just doesn't look like anything from that's the outside. Right. And I think that's what makes it so hard for everybody. Right, right. And when it's intangible, then therefore it's hard to in- embrace it and grasp it and deal with it. It's not just taking an antibiotic and getting rid of an infection. It is something to process. It's something to deal with. And it's something that will change that uh, that person on the other side. I know um, Lisa Kamen on Harvesting Happiness had an interesting uh, guest uh, named Andy Brandy, Sergeant Andy Brandy. And his point is you will be changed when you come back. There's just no getting around it. So stop trying to be the person that you were before, you need to move forward as the person you are now. And there well, and is so does everybody else around you. Yeah, exactly. Makes it really hard. Somebody goes away, they come back, and now they're a different person. You know, everybody's got to adjust, just, you know, not just the, 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 the person that's been through that experience. Indeed, indeed. I'm going to try to um, share this uh, blog and pull it over to our website, uh, Military momtalkradio.com, because there, again, um, there was a number of um, websites that are such wonderful resources. It's a, just a great collection. And uh, there, again, there's also a link that, to click on for things that someone who is around um, a person experiencing PTSD or the civilian community, there's some, some helpful information for that, too. So I would definitely like to uh, share Bobby O'Brien's words and, and pull it on over to ours and, and spread it around because, indeed, PTSD Awareness Day shouldn't be just today. It should be every day. It should be every day. And, you know, that goes in nicely, Robin, ties in nicely with our guest uh, coming up, our featured guest today. Uh, she is a woman who has been compelled, for lack of a better word, to publish stories uh, where people haven't historically spoken out. And we know from other battles, you know, from, you know, a lot of people don't write about shell shock or battle fatigue or their experiences, and people are just starting to recognize these things. And she's, she's a lady that's given voice to a lot of different issues, and we're hoping that by today's, uh, by the end of today's show that somebody a military person might feel compelled to write about these experiences so that we can open up dialogue, we can look at a book and go, wow, I feel the same way, or this happened to me. Um, Because when we speak out, that's the only way that things can change. It's the only way we can help each other and help ourselves a lot of times is to talk about it. And she creates a lot of books that are impactful to women. I am so looking forward to meeting our guest, Candace. Sandy.
Yeah, Candace Sandy, and she was a former Simon & Schuster employee, which is a big publishing house out of New York, and they put together these stories called Souls of My Sisters, Black Women Break Their Silence, Tell Their Stories, and Heal Their Spirits, which really does uh, go hand-in-hand with what we're talking today. And Perfect. they have, you know, worked with Patti LaBelle and Mary J. Blige. You know, they're just a really, they're really great, and I'm so excited to have them on the show with us today. For those of you so just lucky. joining us, Oh, <laughs> for those of you just joining us, my name is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and we are welcoming uh, Candace Sandy of Souls of Our Sisters. And when we come back from the break, we are going to talk about these impactful books and talk about how military families can have a voice. <laughs> Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. In the healthcare industry today, most of us are left in the dark when our doctors talk to us about our health and wellness. It seems that they don't have enough time to be informative and give us the options we deserve. Are you frustrated with today's medical advice as I am? Join the Medical Insider with Danny Walker and Dr. Richard Powell as they discuss the insider look at various therapies, medications, supplements, and much, much more. We will bring you the cutting-edge information regarding your health care and how you can take control of your health care decisions by not being fooled but being informed. Danny Walker and Dr. Richard Powell will be joined by experts in various fields throughout the healthcare industry, and they'll uncover the information that you should know about when it comes time to making those crucial decisions. Don't be fooled. Be informed with the Medical Insider every Wednesday at 1 o'clock Eastern, 12 Central. Put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Help us out. Put your name at the top of his list and a statue. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. 
Hey, everyone. This is Robin Boyd. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio. Sandra Beck and I are really excited about our guest today. Um, and, Sandra, you know what it's like when two girlfriends get together. We can chit-chat and we can talk about accomplishing anything in the world, but it sometimes takes some some extra effort and somebody extra special to not just talk about it over coffee or what or a glass of wine, but to really make it happen. And um, our guest, Candace Sandy, was just that. She and her girlfriend, Dawn Marie Daniels, searched the bookshelves to find smart, helpful information and were not finding it. And they were compelled to compile these stories in Souls of My Sister. Black women break their silence, tell their stories, and heal their spirits. Candace, are you here? am, and I am just so happy to be here, Robin and Sandra. Thank you so much for so having excited. me on. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Yeah. Where did it all start? You gals were high school friends. Yeah, we certainly were. And I, uh, while attending college at night, I started working at um, Prentice Hall Press, which is a division of Simon & Schuster. Mm-hmm. And I always loved books. And to really be honest, I my very first job was a page at the New York City Library. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the one right on Fifth Avenue in New York. And, um, and so I've always loved books. And I ended up working for a publishing company and and uh, and being a, a very good friend, as Dawn is to myself, I... Um, I asked her to come on board. There was a position opening, and we had separate tracks. I uh, maintained a track in marketing sales, and Dawn was in editorial, and she took a chance and signed Ianla Van Zandt, who is a New York Times bestselling uh, author who recently uh, actually appeared on over 10 years ago and then reappeared in one of the last shows. So, um, you know, it's about taking that leap of faith and, and kind of following your passion. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So um, that's how it all started in the very beginning. And then later on, Don and I decided that we just, in corporate America, we just didn't like the way women were treating one another and the men in our lives weren't happy for us. And so while things were going well career-wise, we were just like, why are we unhappy? What's going on? I We couldn't figure it out. We were in our 20s. and And so we're like, you know, We've got to, I want to figure out why is that person that way? Let's get their story. And it actually, our, the very first person I spoke to, she wasn't in the book, but I had interviewed her for something else, was Pam Greer, mm. who um, who played all the Foxy Brown characters. Yeah. And so she had become this big sexual icon, but the real reason she did the movies was it paid the tuition at the time for her um, attending UCLA, which was $500. And she had no idea later on that it would be utilized as, like, exploitation or people would have, you know, controversy around it. And I said, everybody has a reason and, and a season, and let's find that out. And that's how we started with Souls of My Sisters. We just wanted to learn for our own selves. So it was really a personal journey, 
that that you know you were able to push ahead using your professional skills really to meet some some I mean you've got some amazing women in this book. Yeah, we did. And you know what so many people said, how did you get these women to tell you? Some, and some of them have confided at the time they had not told their husbands or their family members. And I said, I asked. No one asked them before. Huh. I just <laughs> asked. <laughs> I know. It couldn't be that simple, right? I asked them. I and they, them. yeah, and they knew that it was coming from a genuine place, and they also knew that by sharing their story, that they would be helping other women get through whatever dark place or space they were in, and that was enough for them. That is so true when you stop and think. There are so many times that we are not going to just stand on the street corner and say, hey, I just experienced this, this, this. But yet when somebody comes up to you and asks, what do you know about this or how do you feel about that or have you ever whatever, that's when it opens the door and opens the the flow and there it comes. You are absolutely right. We are programmed as women. It doesn't matter what your background is. Uh, We're programmed to say, hi, how are you, Robin? How are you, Sandra? I'm fine, right? And then (laughs) we don't have to So true. Yeah, and really and truly we're not. But you feel you don't want to burden people or um, you're ashamed or... Or who uh, would be interested in me? Who who would be interested in me? I, I I've encouraged so many people to start blogging, and they'll say, "Well, who would want to read something about me?" <laughs> but you never know what tender spot you're going to touch by telling your story that someone else is going to need to get them through, like you say, that dark place. You are absolutely correct. Everyone has a compelling story to tell, everyone. And uh, the fact that when we would go out on tours and meet with women, and before I signed your book, I would ask about you. I just, you know, I would ask the woman, well, tell me about you. And they're like, me? I'm, I'm I'm nothing. I'm just a mother, like, you know, or they would just start shrinking away. It didn't matter where we were. I'm like, well, no, you're more than a mom. Tell me what makes you, what gets you happy. And I've had so many women say, I don't know. I'm like, wow. But I think that happens to all of us, especially at, you know, different points in our life, Candace. You know, when I was asked that recently, you know, because I'm really good at appearing in person as, like, Sandra, the radio show host, Sandra, the company owner. You know, there's, like, that mantle that you put on. It's like, to me, it's a wig. I'm like, oh, I'm a big girl wig, you know. <laughs> I go in and, you know, I'm all dressed up. But the minute you strip all that veneer away, and, you know, recently I was at a party in my local town here, and one of the moms came up, and she's like, hi. And I'm like, hi. And she's like, hi, I'm so-and-so. And And I'm like, I'm so-and-so. And And there was no need for any of those, well, look what I do. Look what I make. Look what I have. Look where I go. You know, that that thing that happens, you know, when you go out. And it was very real. And I was standing there like a stump. You know, know, the social skills, apparently, to just have a, you know, a conversation with someone. You know, but I think it, it happens to all of us. 
It it really does. And um, even having a small conversation with another woman at a local town party or get-together, it might inspire that person because of the load that they're carrying. And I know a lot of military moms and, and women in the military. I, I mean, I have such respect for this group of women because they're not only carrying their personal load, but they're also carrying, um, the you know, a greater load. And also, I mean, to be able to still wake up every day and deal with either your husband being deployed or you being deployed and managing the family, keeping it together, managing all the emotions, all the goodbyes, all of that and still wake up and do the laundry or whatever needs to get done. I mean, I just really applaud them. And somewhere in that and all of all of what is their lives, sometimes I don't get a chance to really talk about it. They don't. And that's what I'm hopeful, um, Candace, that you will bring to the to the community, you know, because we hear all these stories. I get letters from women. I get women who call me or email me and Robin asking for advice. And the one thing I want to say and one thing I'm hoping that someone will come forward to you and tell you her story is what happens when a mom serves. You know, it's like when the husband goes off to war, as a culture, we're all used to that. We're like, oh, the husband's going to serve. The wife's, you know, going to do her home front thing. And, you know, it's all taken care of. But then now you have a mom that goes off to fight, goes off to battle, and she leaves her kids. And instead of everybody going, ooh, you're a hero, a lot of the stuff I hear and a lot of the letters I get are like, how did you leave your children? That somehow you're not a good mother anymore. And it's, Robin, you've heard the same thing. It's really, it's just, it's, it's unreal out there. And, and I, I hope that somebody listening today, I hope that somebody will contact you, Candace, and you guys can help bring some of these stories forth because we need to change this perception. We need to change and we need to applaud these women, you know, who are, I looked at the 143 women who have been killed in Iraq. These are amazing women. They're, you know, ground supply people. They're nurses. They're helicopter pilots. They're, they're amazing women in their own right, but nobody's talking about it. Yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. And we have a book called Tears to Triumph, Women Learn to Live, Love, and Thrive. And uh, I hope this story, and I don't know if I'll be able to read a little bit in the next break, but we have a woman, Petrina Lee, and she is actually... And I had to, we had to work really hard to get her into this book, but she's an active duty soldier with the rank of Sergeant First Class in the Army. Mm-hmm. And her husband uh, is a second lieutenant. His name is Carly, and they have two kids in college. And she actually talks about going to war. And so maybe later on I'll read a snippet of it, but when I uh, got a chance to talk with her and, and get her story, I just was blown away by not only was she deployed, but her husband was deployed at the same time. Wow. Absolutely. Candace, on the other side of our break, we do want to hear a little piece of of one of your books. We would love to hear a little bit more about this gal and also a little bit more about what you have. We're listening today to Candace Sandy and she is Souls 
of our sister, part of uh, a, a dynamic duo. And if you have not heard the first part of this show, please go to iTunes or MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com. We'll be back after these messages. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. LinkedIn. It's a great tool. And Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady. With the LinkedIn Lady Show, Wednesday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. The LinkedIn Lady Show is here to show you and your business how every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose that can benefit you. The LinkedIn Lady will have interviews each week with a variety of guests, such as business owners who will showcase their businesses and talk about how they're using social media to stay in touch with not only customers, but to attract new relationships that become customers. Other guests will be experts in social media who will speak to the use of Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Plaxo, Squidoo, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. Join us, won't you, every Wednesday afternoon at 5, 4 Central. It's the LinkedIn Lady Show with host Carol McManus on toginet.com. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward. With tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned, these pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central, on doginet.com. There ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Terry Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd today, and we have just an outstanding guest today. I, want, I invite you guys to check out her website, Souls, plural, soulsofmysistersplural.com, and this is the brainchild behind Candace Sandy and Dawn Marie Daniels, and Candace is our guest today. For those of you who missed the first segment or the opening segments, you can pick us up on TogiNet. We're also on iTunes under Military Mom Talk Radio. We are also also now recently available on iTunes France, iTunes Germany, and there were a couple
couple other ones under there that I'm really very excited about, Robin. That means that we're doing <laughs> we're doing what so we should do. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really great. <laughs> Bravo. Bien Bravo. <laughs> Where is iTunes Italy? Bravo. Come on. <laughs> Oh, we'll have to start learning different languages now. Get out the Rosetta Stone. (laughs) Yeah, boy. You know, and we get, you know, we get some fun mail in. We got some mail in. We got mail in from uh, Okinawa. We got mail in from Fort Belvoir. We got, um, gosh, we've gotten a lot of stuff from from the Army. And I want to say, where are Marine friends? Because we used to get a lot of Pendleton stuff that seems to have died off as we go on, um, you know, our world rampage. Isn't this a wonderful era that we're in? And that we can reach out, that that Candace's story can get to so many people across the globe, not even just down the street or down at her local Barnes and Noble, but everywhere in the world. Isn't everywhere in the world. We're everywhere, Robin. That's just the, <laughs> that's what we do. That's who we are. <laughs> so, Candace. You've got yep, this yep. wonderful book. You've got actually a lot of wonderful books, but you wanted to share with us an excerpt from one of your books. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the story around that excerpt and then share the excerpt with us? Absolutely. Uh, this story is called A Mother at War by Petrina Lee, who is a active-duty soldier with a rank of sergeant first class in the United States Army. And she's actually, um, her husband is a second uh, lieutenant, and they have two children now in college. And she uh, shared with us her story about uh, being deployed, uh, but not only uh, was she deployed, her husband was deployed as well. At the same time. At the same time. Wow. Yeah. So I thought it would be interesting to share her story, and and hopefully we can inspire someone else to share their experiences. So I'll just read a quick little snippet. So in February of 2004, my unit in the United States Army was about to be deployed. Someone organizes these farewell ceremonies that are supposed to honor the soldiers before we go. But it is, for me, one of the hardest things you have ever seen. Their small children children saying goodbye as strong mothers and fathers choke back tears while they hug their families and say goodbye. People make thousands of promises to get home safe, and as we travel away from our families, we make daily prayer requests asking God to help make sure that those promises were not broken. Most people question how my husband Carl and I could handle both being deployed to war. We have three kids, a handsome son, and two lovely daughters. We're blessed, so certainly it wasn't easy when we both knew that we'd be sent off to war. But in the beginning, I wanted to go with my husband. I rationalized that our family would have to deal with the war for only one year and not two if we went at the same time. It didn't work out that way. My husband's unit was first, um, went first, and my unit stayed behind. I relied on my parents to help me with the kids while my husband was gone, and when he was about to return, we got some very bad news. My unit would be replacing his. When he would be coming back home, they would be shipping my unit out. It would mean by mean that by the time our family would be reunited, my husband and I would have gone two years without seeing each other. I was depressed, but my husband, who's a special kind of soldier, was determined. 
And so um, what her husband did was he appealed to the Army, and actually they were able to spend three weeks together as a family in the two years, which was you know, pretty good. And I wow. wanted to, I know, I know, so tough. And um, and so I thought this would, uh, the I wanted to kind of skip down to a part where I think every woman would kind of recognize. So even as we are worried about roadside bombs and we could hear um, um, rounds going off, I thought of my own children and some very special steps that I was missing. My son had graduated from high school in the summer of my tour of duty. It was hard on him, but quite frankly, it was harder on me. I felt like the young soldier missing her child's first steps. Um, it's okay, Mommy said. I will walk for my college graduation. That's going to be that's going to be a big deal. But for me, it's all a big deal. I hated to miss such an important day in my son's life. Um, but like driving through volatile areas, a soldier does what a soldier has to do. It's hard for me to think of him walking across that stage without having me to cheer him on. It's even harder, though, for me to imagine him not having a stage to walk across or a building that's safe enough to hold a high school class in. It's never easy for a mother to make those kinds of sacrifices, regardless if she appears in an apron or an army fatigue. And even though I was at war, I knew God was there with us. So, I mean, and then she goes on to really kind of, she's back home and talks about how her, although she loves the military, her best tour of duty is being a mom. (laughs) It's probably the hardest to her duty, too, sometimes. But. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> it's easier it to is. stay home than go to war. What is it? It's easier to go to war than stay home, one mom told me one time. But uh, you know what's interesting that you say about um, when you're speaking in her voice uh, from her her point of view, um, you know, we have so many different points of view in this world that we we really haven't had that much historically. I know there were women that served in World War II and in Vietnam, but I think this is the first war that really – um, people are starting to see that there's there's a whole issue when it's um, your wife going off, you know, things we haven't dealt with really before, or if it's the mom, you know, going off on deployment. But what's interesting is, uh, to go along with what you're talking about, is I was reading a, a blog online written by a mom who was a wife of a, you know, a career Marine, and she had sent her husband off on countless deployments, but everything changed when she sent her eldest son. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. And there's just, you know, and, and it was it was a really compelling, and I, I wish I had it, Robin. I'm not as good as you to remember to bring these things on. I just read them with my box of Kleenex, you know, bawling away <laughs> on the couch at like 1130 at night, um, going, you know, this is the first time in history we've had the perspective of with one war, Mothers serving, mothers sending off their sons, mothers sending off their husbands. I don't think that's ever been done in history that I know of. Mm. You're, you're absolutely right. 
And it is so touching to hear how how um, completely she just pours out these emotions and just stating them as fact. It, it wasn't that she was trying to uh, do anything but just tell what's going through her mind and what's going through her heart. So touching and so moving. Well, it reminds me a little bit of that Melissa Seligman book that was, you know, yeah. so earth-shattering when it came out. You know, it's a book, um, Candace, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but the day after he left uh, for Iraq, and she wrote very openly, very poignantly, and very brutally honest, I thought, Robin, yeah, about definitely. what happened to her family, you know, her little daughter's banging her head against the wall, not knowing how to deal with the fact that, you know, they don't have a concept of time when dad's going to come home. And, you know, I go to Deployment Kids. I go to a lot of these different sites, you know, to try to help callers or people who have written in to us with certain things or direct them in areas. And there's so much that goes on uh, in the family as a whole on a deployment, much less what happens, and this is one thing, Candace, I think is really cool about you because you specialize in, in you know, in your stuff as women of color, but we're all different. You know, a trip, you know, I'm a white European household versus, you know, maybe a black southern household or a different, you know, we all have different ways we cope with things just to add that on to the icing and the cake. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But what I've, what I have encountered is, is that uh, when we have events, and actually in some of our books, we have included women of all ethnicities because. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we first did Souls of My Sisters, uh, different women came to us and said, well, we also want to share our story. And so pain, hurt, loss, um, hardship, uh, any of those things are are universal, and we can learn so much from one another. That's and true. Fear is universal. It doesn't have it a is. color. It does not have a color, and we do cope differently, but when you open yourself up to learn about someone else's experience and maybe take lessons from that, uh, there's like something magical that happens. And so here's the thing. With all the women that have participated in our different books, we have the souls of my young sisters, we have souls revealed and tears to triumph and souls of my sisters and other books we've published. They all thought that they were giving a gift by, I'll share my story. But when they've ever spoken publicly about it, they realize that they're being healed. So the more that you get rid of whatever it is, the the shame, or you talk about the issue, there's a neutralization that happens. And so it's this really wonderful exchange. And so all of the military moms and, and people that are serving in the military, I know that sometimes you may feel like you're completely alone, that you're the only person that truly understands what's going on in your life, and, and no one really knows, but we have compassion for what you're going through, and other women are interested in hearing your story. And, well, and, and Candace, I hate to cut you off. We have to go to oh, commercial no. break, um, but we're going to bring you back after the break. Our guest today is Candace Sandy, and I want you guys to check out her website, and her books are outstanding, soulsofmysisters.com. Both of them are plural. There's a lot of helpful information there, and I encourage all of you to speak out.
Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. holidays and celebrations get you down and leave you feeling frazzled then join sandy fowler and her guests on heart-filled holidays every monday at noon 11 a.m central on toginet.com sandy will help you discover the secrets to having the celebrations you've always dreamed of while adding fun and meaning to your life from valentine's day to christmas to special family events sandy fowler will show you how to put the fun and meaning back into those special days by taking a look at what we can do to turn the upcoming holidays into cherished memories and show us how to allow it to intertwine with everyday life for more on the show sandy and to receive sandy's holiday happiness booklet go to heartfilledholidays.com then get set to discover the secrets to creating happy holidays and happy everydays by joining sandy fowler and her guests on heartfilled holidays every monday at noon eastern standard time on toginet.com adoption journey to motherhood with mary beth wells monday mornings at 9 8 a.m central this is not your typical show about adopting children this is a shared experience from mary beth's heart Mary Beth will be talking about and covering all the issues pertaining to adoption, including adopted parents, birth parents, adoptees, foster care, and infertility. So, how did your journey to motherhood begin? Or are you still on the path? We want to hear all voices sharing their stories and talking about those issues that are so dear to our hearts. You see, Mary Beth is a birth mom that relinquished a child for adoption and ended up coming full circle by adopting two beautiful little girls from Guatemala. And that led to her starting a doll company about adopting baby dolls from all around the world so that children could choose their own doll and learn about that doll's heritage. For more on Mary Beth and her dolls, go to PreciousBabyDolls.com. Then join us for Adoption, Journey to Motherhood with Mary Beth Wells. Monday mornings at 9, 8 a.m. Central. Remember, the heart knows no boundaries. We'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Help us out. Put your name at the top of his list and a statue. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Robin Boyd. I'm here today with Sandra Beck, and we are enjoying a wonderful hour with Candace Sandy. She and her co-author, Dawn Marie Daniels, have written a beautiful, or actually sort of compiled, I guess we could say, uh, a beautiful collection of stories called Souls of My Sisters. And I want to ask you, Candace, are you and Dawn physically near each other, or are you a bi-coastal relationship? <laughs> oh no, uh, we are the great thing about us is is we live in the same city. Oh, perfect. So we do get to see each other not as much as we'd want to. <laughs> but we have a an incredible sisterhood. But I can only imagine that once you've begun something like this, it must be a perpetual, ongoing, okay, we've got another collection ready to fly. I'm sure people now are connecting with you and saying, oh, I read this, let me tell you about that. I'm sure that you're getting an awful lot of people now tuning in and saying, here's my story. 
Uh, we do. Uh, we always need more. We're actually putting together a, a book, uh, a collection of stories of women who are who want to share their walk with um, faith. So it's called Souls of My Faithful Sisters, and um, so we're looking for women for that collection. And we have two more planned. So it's always fun to talk with women and hear their stories. I can Don and I just love doing that, and especially when we go out and travel. So you just Log on to our website and email us, and we'd be happy to, uh, you know, see if we can fit you into one of our collections. Wow. Soulsofmysisters.com, right? Yes. That's where people should go? Yes, absolutely. Do you do speaking engagements? We do. We absolutely do. Do you know that's one of the, the, the you know, with all that put, that comes with putting an imprint together and books of this magnitude, that is the thing we love the most. <laughs> wow. We travel all around the country, and um, we are actually signed to the America's uh, Program Bureau. And so uh, we love, um, you know, going out and speaking. So if anyone wants us to come and talk, we're happy to happy to do that. How yeah. fun is that? Now, I'm on your site here, Souls of Our Sisters. Love the logo. Oh, thank um, you. Thank you I'm a so big, much. Yeah, butterfly person. And I love the way you have, the, like, the three different women with three different body types all looking fabulous. Um, but where would somebody go if they wanted to share a story? Because there's okay. lots to do here. Okay, they uh, would email us. They would go to our con- to the contact and uh, send us an email. Okay, perfect. So go to the contact page if you have stories mm-hmm. that you want to uh, send to Candace or Dawn Marie, her partner, who's not on the air with us today, but she's no less important, and we want to make sure we give her the <laughs> honor and props that she is due. Um, this is a great website. There's so many good things on here for people to do and for those of you um that are listening today it is soulsofmysisters.com and it's really just there's just a lot to read there's a lot of interesting things on there and you guys are really cool i mean can i just like go off topic for a second robin because you know part of you know i know on motherhood uh talk radio our sister show we we feature fabulous women and on military mom we feature fabulous military related people but Candace, you rock, man. You're pretty cool. You've got, you were communications director for the U.S. House of Representatives. You were communications director for Congress. I mean, these are not exactly, you know, chump change kind of positions. Well, first of all, I have to say, I came uh, from Trinidad, which is in the Caribbean, when I was nine years old, and my family came here for the American dream, and uh, to actually come to this country and then serve a member of Congress for 13 years has been my greatest honor because I've been able to witness uh, major legislation and um, and lead his media when it comes to um, you know everything from 9/11 to so many other things and I just love America and I am um, I'm just so proud to um, you know, be a citizen of this country so that's my plug <laughs> oh, well, isn't that beautiful. You know, but it's it's like it's funny. It's it's beyond a plug because look at what we're fighting for. We're fighting for freedom, and That's here right. 
exactly what our country is founded on. Somebody amazing comes to the soil, wants to be part of this active participating um, engine that is the United States. And, you know, I'm a big freedom beater with the freedom of speech. Anybody who listens to me on a regular basis knows I have to pound on that, you know, at least once a month, Robin, right? <laughs> like, this is what, but this is what we're talking about. You come from another country. You come here. You, you're educated. You're successful. You're fantastic. You, and then you become a full contributing member of this society, and that's the patchwork on this American quilt that makes us so amazing and so strong and so powerful and so wonderful. You are the American dream. You are living the American dream, and I'm just I'm so impressed by everything that I've read about you and everything that you do and that you come on our show today to share your experiences and to share this opportunity for our military wives and mothers to have a voice. You know, you're just fantastic. What can I say? Yay! Thank you. And if I have just two more seconds to to say this. Um, We have um, a family member, a very close family member that served in the military and actually was diagnosed with uh, with, uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah, PTSD. And I I heard earlier you were saying that today was um, National Awareness Day. And I've got to tell you that prior to uh, the centers that um, were lucky that that so many people recognized that needed to be established, we didn't know what it was and just knew he changed. And um, I cannot tell you how it split our family apart and then brought us back together. And uh, so I, you know, I completely understand what people are going through. It was probably one of the most painful things I've ever had to witness as our uh, as a family. Um, but on the other side of it, if you're going through it um, as a family member, which is painful to watch, there is hope and there's happiness on the other side if you stick together as a family and um, and come up with a solution that best suits the person that you love. So um, I'm just a testament to that. Well, and Ken, as we have a couple minutes, um, you know, can you tell us some of the things in your opinion that worked for your family, um, you know, not to divulge anything personal, but just, you know, that that you know, kind of the best practices that you you felt worked in that situation that can help guide someone else, because we know all families are different and we, we don't know everything about this, you know, this issue. Yeah, well, what? What happens is is that each family member will get the awareness that this is truly happening at a different time, and um, whoever finds out, whoever recognizes it first before there is a diagnosis, what's happening is is that what has what happened in my case and happens in other families is the rest of the family gets upset with you. Um, acknowledging this is really happening. And so that wears, wears, that's where the breakup in the family begins. And then the person who has the awareness comes under fire. They come under fire and it's, it's, you know, of course, and that was me, very painful. And then as the time went on, what I did was I enlisted the help of um, other professionals, um, who mental health professionals, who gave me advice on, okay, this is what you need to do. You need to sit down with your family. You need to have a meeting. These things are happening. Um, be able to catalog all the different situations. And then when it became explosive, 
I had a plan in in place on where to go and because I was already consulting with everyone. And I was lucky enough to tap my resources because uh, what happens is is that we think we can handle everything on our own and we can't. But if you go to a professional or um, a, a resource center and you say, I don't know how to do this, can you show me? And, and they'll take the time and say, okay, this is the plan. So... I had a whole circle of people that were supporting me, and it took two years to get a resolution, and um, and we finally were able to do it. And then another two years to kind of solve the the breakup that happened with our family. Because that's but, so important, what you said. The things that I heard that I want to repeat for our listeners today is that there was a circle of support for you. You know, that yeah, it's not was. just one yeah. person. It's not a spouse. It's not just one shrink. It's mm-hmm. not just one family counselor. You had a team of people working on this. And the other thing um, that, I, that I heard you say is that it takes time. You're talking two years to mm-hmm. do one of these things and then another two years to heal some of mm-hmm. the rifts that happened in your family. Absolutely. I think if I was stronger, and I can admit this, if I was stronger, it would have taken a lot less time. But because I was writing books and doing all these other things, I wasn't able to, you know, stand up 100%. But you're also not a PTSD expert. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, we've got experts trying to make this diagnosis. And here's Candace, Wonder Woman, going, well, I can't make a diagnosis. We could go on probably for another whole hour. This is just so fascinating. Candace, you are just an incredibly inspirational person, and we are so fortunate that we've had you today. I want to encourage everyone to go to soulsofmysister.com. Candace, Sandy, you've been a delight. I hope we can chat with you again real soon. Um, please, everyone, turn to militarymomtalkradio.com so you can listen to this uh, show as well as any of our other shows. We're also on iTunes, and we're also here on our home station of toginet.com on our show page. And we want to welcome everybody next week. We won't be here live, but we will be here in spirit. We've got a musical collection for you next week. We'd love for you to celebrate the fourth with us. After all of your picnics and all of your celebrations, we think you could sit back and and listen to some great music with Sandra and me. I am. I'm going to listen to the show from Lake Havasu. I'll be sitting in my boat, you know, with a beer in my hand, my feet in the water, going, look how good we are on the air, Robin. That's it. (laughs) We do it so well, no matter where we are. So everyone have a wonderful fourth of July. We'll catch you on the flip side of the holiday and catch us next week for the tunes. Bye-bye.